Welcome back to the Health Triad Method podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the motivation to train and how it could affect your health and well-being journey. We are joined by head coach Stacy, transformation coaches John and Chris, and our doctor of cardiovascular medicine and transformation coach, Dr. Jody Patel. Here's a quick snippet of what to expect in our podcast today, and then we will get into the main body. It's really easy to plan. Like it's really easy to sit there in the planning phase of a journey and sit there and write down and research and do all the, you know, figure out the best diet that you're going to go on or the best training plan that you're going to utilize. But it, it's really difficult to do the action. And I think a lot of people stop themselves short doing the action because they realize that there's an element that they can actually fail. So they might actually really struggle to do that five minutes or 10 minutes. By the fifth minute or the 10th minute, they feel gassed. And then that feels like a failure when in fact that's, action is going to lead to incredible success over the long term the more you show up so we're joined by the team today to talk about motivation to train at home right now and i recognize that it's not always the most motivating environment to train in whether that be down to the equipment whether it be down to the space the time or even the feel of the workouts maybe there's something going on that's actually stopping us from getting the optimal level of progress right now. So that's why we're here today. And these are the things that we're going to be talking about. We're going to be looking at our routines, how we can optimize it, how we can optimize our environment, how can we, we can think about our mindset towards this process and also how we can consider progress with training and different things we can bring into it to make us consistent uh, with the actions that we need to take to move towards the goals that we're setting. So, I think routine is probably the best place to start with this. Um, has anybody got any thoughts around you know, routine and how we can optimize that to actually make training a non-negotiable? Consistency is a big thing. Like decide when fits your schedule best to train and be consistent with training at that time. Make that your training time and lower the hurdles for the training. So if you know I'm going to train in the morning first thing, then get your stuff ready the night before. Make sure your bands or your weights or whatever it happens to be is out and ready make sure that you don't have to worry about that in the morning, you know, and then have a structure you follow in the morning, whether it's that you wake up, you have a cup of coffee, you drink that, get yourself the right mindset and then you go, whatever it happens to be for you, you know, make sure that you're consistent with it and get something of a ritual in place. Because I think something that happens when you, you're training in the gym is that you have that ritual, you know, you get dressed, you have maybe a pre-workout or a coffee, whatever it is, you drive to the gym, like there's that whole process try and have a process for training at home as well. Yeah. I like that. I really do like that thought process. And I shared this on social media, but it's a really silly thing to do. But write down four things that you're going to take off in the morning. So you can wake up. So actually have that as something you put on your list. Wake up. You're going to put your clothes on. You do that most, well, I hope most of us do that anyway. <laughs> but you're going to put your clothes on. A, have those clothes ready, but also just have it on your tick list that you're going to do that. C, you're going to have your coffee, and it's quite an easy thing, easy task, but tick it off. And you'll feel so much better just getting into that kind of flow state and just ticking boxes first thing in the morning. And then training will be part of that. But I like the thought process of actually, well, what session am I going to do? Like, is it going to be a cardiovascular session? Is it going to be a resistance-based training session? And set the space up. So like if it's going to be banded workout, get the bands ready for some form of flow. But it's just so easy to then take the action. But I really like that thought process. Rituals is really powerful. Just understanding rituals is really, really cool. 
What are the sorts of things that you guys notice? Because I, I, I call I call it habit stacking, and probably from multiple different books and the mentors and all this stuff that you see on social media these days. But habit stacking, has anybody utilised that with any companies at the moment? I think when you when you get one thing right, you're gonna this other things are gonna fall in place, and it's talking about non-negotiables. If you have non-negotiables within your day of uh, of training or eating or, or whatever you need to do to get done to get to your goal then that's, that's important. Um, for example, if you have a non-negotiable of, I'm gonna train at this time every day and I'm gonna do it for 20 minutes, set a timer, 20 minutes, and what you might find is actually you'll do a little bit more. Um, if you can uh, keep doing them consistently, then you've built a foundation of good, healthy habits to, to build upon that. Do you know what we did is, in fact, this is my, my dad told me this, or he didn't tell me, he was just doing this inadvertently and Every time he would send an email, he would get up and he'd walk around and then he'd come back to his desk. So it's that thought process of, I'm going to do this anyway. I'm going to be working anyway. I'm going to be sending all these emails out. But rather than just saying at the end of the day, I've actually got 10,000 steps that I need to now catch up on, or I've actually got a training session that I need to catch up on, which actually starts to feel like a massive mountain you've got to climb up, right? But breaking that down into actually every time I get up and I do 100 steps, and if I do that 10 times an, an hour, then I've got a thousand steps. And then that makes that 10,000 step goal so much easier to attain. But I think that's really, really powerful. You've got these positive things that you want to do anyway. Just build it into the day, build a structure and build that routine around it. Um, do you know what, actually, this kind of links on to um, the environment, the thought process around environment. And from my perspective, that's the physical environment, but also almost your your mindset, your your mental environment, the things that you're keeping on board. Um, Stacey, I think you talked about actually having your goals and the vision for yourself quite, you know, quite available and something you can see every single day, right? So how do you do that? What do you do there? Like for me personally, um, I did up a sort of a vision board for myself. Um, so just photos that of that represented things I wanted to achieve or words that represented things I wanted to achieve and that sort of thing or aspirations for the year or for the week whatever whatever it happens to be and I actually um, made it the background of my laptop because I'm on my laptop all day so now every time I open and close things that's what I'm seeing first thing in the morning that's what I'm seeing and I think like I've I spoke to a client this morning who has done something similar and she's got it up in her office you know so when she goes in there in the morning that's the first thing she sees you know so I think having that um, very present reminder of why you want to do this and why it's important can be really helpful as well because you're not always going to want to you know you're not always going to be in the mood for it but seeing that all the time can be a, a good reminder of why you should do it anyway yeah i, I really like that that's that's the physical environment there and then that's marrying up to the, the mindset that you've got towards the journey that you're you're undertaking right now seeing your goals is, is so powerful just having that reminder every single day, every single hour on your laptop, just seeing it at some point. It's that constant thought process. And then even the physical environment of segmenting space. So segmenting space for me, understanding where you're gonna train, where you're gonna eat, where you're gonna read, where you're gonna work, where you're gonna sleep. I think, in fact, this is another conversation for maybe for another day, but that sleep thought process, where a lot of people are doing a lot of things in the bedroom and then struggling to sleep at the moment. How was that then impacting your motivation to train? But that's probably, like I said, another, another conversation for another day. What other things have we seen, especially around mindset towards, I guess, the motivation to exercise? 
I was going to say, so like with one of, with a couple of my clients, I've been saying, well, what is the minimum amount that you can do if you don't really feel like you've got the motivation to, to do a workout? What can you do? Um, like, can you get some steps in? Maybe just walk around the block, around around your house, or things like finding people um, post Christmas and New Year are struggling to get back into the routine they had with training pre-Christmas. Um, and so, for example, if, if you if you were doing something like 20, 25 minutes on the treadmill, a walk, cut it down from just saying, I'm going to do five minutes or I'm going to do one minute. Just that action of getting on there for one minute, doing five minutes, is actually going to then, the next time you'll say, right, actually five minutes isn't that bad, I'll do 10 minutes. And then build yourself slowly up to what you were previously doing. Um, I think that's a good a good way of getting back into your routine. Do you notice that then people are actually doing the five minutes and then thinking, actually, this is too easy. Let me just carry on. I'll do another five minutes or another 10 minutes. Yeah, because you realise after you've done five minutes how you feel when you've done a, a bit of activity and that motivation is there or you know you, you do you're doing something positive for yourself which then means you know you want to carry on um because you're not going to be on a treadmill for just five minutes <laughs> yeah i think you just about get it turned on in this weather five minutes and just starts starts going but i think this is quite quite a good thing like stacy you talked about the this model of motivation a lot of people are looking to feel motivated before they, they take the action, right? But then you, you talk about it almost as a reverse from that. Yeah, I think that's, that's a misconception, you know, is that I've got to wait till I'm motivated to do something. But realistically, it's taking that action and starting to see the little positive changes that is going to build your motivation and then make it easier to continue the cycle. So the unfortunate side of it is that you're always going to have to take action at some point when you're not necessarily feeling like it. But like Jyoti said, like, find what the minimal effective dose is, find the small things you can do that are going to help and build on that. You know, like I'm even noticing myself at the moment because I've recently had to start building in some time on the bike in the mornings, that sort of thing. And the first few days, especially the first week, like, yeah, it's a slog. But I even find now, like throughout the day, I'm more likely to go for a bit of a walk during the day or like even sitting still, I'm more fidgety. I'm more moved, like I move more generally throughout the day without even realizing it. And it's just getting through that initial hurdle and then it becomes easier and it becomes, you know, you, you sort of start to see the reward then. So that's re reversing the thing. So it's like actually the success comes off the back of the action rather than the motivation. I think, yeah, there's just this thought um, I had before. Um, I, I know we've touched upon this already, but it's really easy to plan. Like it's really easy to sit there in the planning phase of a journey and sit there and write down and do research and do all the, you know, figure out the best diet that you're going to go on or the best training plan that you're going to utilize. But it, it's really difficult to do the action. And I think a lot of people stop themselves short of doing the action because they realize that there's an element that they can actually fail. But they might actually really struggle to do that five minutes or 10 minutes. By the fifth minute or the 10th minute, they feel gassed. And then that feels like a failure. When in fact, that action is going to lead to incredible success over the long term the more you show up so what felt like a failure is actually just a foundation and building block for that long-term success but then the other side of it is if you don't take the action you're just constantly going to be failing anyway like which one would you prefer like which is the lesser of the two evils and which one's going to move you forward to where you want to be in the long term i think that's a really powerful mindset to come into it and also 
Josie, you kind of alluded to this, but how do you feel on the five minutes? Like, how did you feel before you got on there? And then how did you feel afterwards? And if you feel really fulfilled, you've even managed to get five minutes in, then that is the motivating factor to actually do more, right? And that's why you, you tend to see people, nobody ever does five minutes in a, a treadmill, um, which I think is really, really powerful. You know what? The other thing is the whole um, the whole idea about progress and training from home. But how do we progress when we're training from home? We haven't got a lot of load. We haven't got a lot of weight to lift um, unless you've invested quite heavily into equipment. So what are the other things that could actually really motivate us and keep us going at this point? If you've got sort of, you know, basic equipment, minimal access and ability to progress training from a sort of a traditional standpoint, you, know, you can revert to super basic things, uh, especially with the, the conditioning side of things, the cardio. You know, is it as simple as we just track calories burned in a session and session to session, week to week, can we progress how many calories we're burning in that session? It's kind of a really basic way, but that is going to give us an idea that there is some progression there. We are working harder session to session, so we are improving. That's, I think that's a pretty cool thing. One thing caveat to that is the obsession around calorie burning by session, right? And I think we actually covered that in a previous video is I think that's a really valuable yeah. in terms of success of the session and seeing that you're actually progressing, but then not getting overly obsessed with those numbers. Just the same as you don't get overly obsessed with, with weight uh, lifted, right? And we've seen people go down that route where they completely, you know, stop utilizing any form of form and technique and they're just literally bouncing one way uh, from A to B. But it's just that mindset that there's always something we can actually look at and say, well, that's progress, that's us moving forwards. Are there any other markers of like success within a session that we can actually say, well, that was progress? Are there any other things that we could look at to keep motivated with our training? It could be anything. It could be as simple as just how you're, how you're performing the exercises, you know, like progression, obviously we can go traditional reps or how difficult the movement is or calorie burn but even just how well you're executing the movement is a good sign of progression you know especially in the early days if you're feeling really uncoordinated or you're feeling like your your mobility is limited or that sort of thing initially and then a couple of weeks in you're noticing hey i can move more smoothly i have more control over my movement i can access greater range like that's great progress in and of itself i like that do you know what this reminds me there's um one of our clients we're working with and he, I think he kept saying that every time we put in a new phase, it just kicked his ass. But then by the end of that that kind of four-week block, he would actually be saying, oh, I'm, I'm ready, I'm ready to go to the next thing. But every time he started a new phase, it kicked his ass. I think just realising that actually you're recovering quicker, you're more capable of achieving more within the same time frame, and then using that as a foundation is really powerful. But there's so many different things, so many different tangents we could go down here. But I'm just going to come back to this one last thing is, how do you feel now and how are you going to feel later? Now, if you've, I think this is where we start to bring hyper-awareness to the subconscious and make that conscious. So if you feel crappy when you don't do your workouts and you feel really crappy the next day that you didn't do your workout and you feel really crappy in the moment when you ate that chocolate bar because it didn't taste as good as you thought it would be and then you feel crappy an hour later, everything is kind of pushing you towards feeling crappy. So what about if we switch that around and you actually start to bring more awareness to how good does it feel to get outside, to get some fresh air, to get some daylight, and then build the success and build the uh, progress from that foundational block. Um, but yeah, I could probably talk about the subject all day long. we we'll probably call it a day there. Guys, thank you so much for your input as always. Some really, really valuable thought processes there. 
And if anybody's watching this and thinking, actually, I've got some further questions, or you've learned anything, or there's anything that you want to, I guess, share to your, your family, your friends, then just please feel free to comment below. Reach out to us if you've got further questions, and we'd be more than happy to help. If you enjoyed this episode today, all I need from you is to subscribe to the podcast, leave a comment, rate the podcast, and review it. If you share this podcast to a friend or family member, you will be helping us in our mission to educate and inspire our community to positive change. Thank you again for tuning in. I'm incredibly grateful. And until next time, have a powerful week.